Coordinated, episode 208, Spirit of Service, Nicole in Florida. Greetings, AP Coordinators. Derek Mehta here, former AP Coordinator, now Senior Director, AP Coordinator Experience for the AP Program. And I'm Carly Suye, School Counselor and AP Coordinator. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conclusion of a very special five-part mini-series of our coordinated podcast. That's right. This is part five of five. Our theme is spirit of service, something I think many AP coordinators have in common. And that's a genuine passion to make meaningful contributions to our schools and especially our students. So one more time, we are excited to share a conversation with two AP coordinators. This time, it's Carly Suge and Nicole Martinez. Get ready. It's time to get coordinated. Good morning, Nicole. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm a big fan. And please call me Nikki. All my friends do. And... Since you're also an AP coordinator, you are already a friend. I can just tell. (laughs) Well, thanks, Nikki. I feel that way too. Seems like we've all made some new friends with the recent interviews. Could it be that AP coordinators are just the nicest people in education? Ah, I like the way you're thinking. AP coordinators are awesome. I should know because I've been one two times. Right. I was going to ask you later, but since you brought it up, tell us more about that. So I actually got into education through a pretty funny avenue. I went to a full magnet high school in Miami. It was actually the largest magnet high school in Miami. And I studied theater. I actually started studying theater much earlier, and I minored in it when I went to college. And I tell all of my students, I would have never found teaching if I wouldn't have found acting first, because teaching is the best acting gig in the world. (laughs) I get to put on four shows five days a week. And my audience always gives me applause at the end. (laughs) I'm kidding. But I loved theater. And I actually had a teacher in high school who pulled me aside and told me, I think you're going to be a teacher one day. So I'd like you to prepare a lesson. And I did. And I taught for the first time in 11th grade. So a little minor shout out to Miss Alexander in Miami. And that said, from there, my love grew. And when I went to college, I discovered education And I knew that it was exactly where I was meant to be. And speaking of meant to be, as soon as I graduated, they opened a brand new high school in my city, and it was going to be a full medical magnet. And they were looking for a very unique position, a magnet lead teacher. I didn't quite know what that was, but I knew that it required me to speak to new people and to brag about my school. And I knew I'd be good at it. (laughs) So I took the job. And I was a founding member of their faculty and their second AP coordinator. And I got to spend 13 amazing years at MAST at Homestead, the Medical Academy for Science and Technology. That's amazing. That definitely sounds made to be. And now you are at a new school. This is your first year there? That's correct. So I actually had the opportunity to become the AP coordinator at Miami Southridge Senior High School, which was actually my parents' alma mater. My mother graduated from there as the second full graduating class. My father graduated from there. 
And so did all of my aunts and uncles. So when the opportunity arose to become their advanced academics coordinator and one of their magnet lead teachers, I couldn't pass it up. And I am really enjoying my experience. So Nikki, your passion for students is kind of obvious. Did you know you always wanted to go into education for a career? (laughs) That's a funny question, Carly, because truthfully, I tried to avoid education. I grew up in a family of educators. When I was a little girl, my parents and my aunt founded an early childhood academy, and that grew to five different locations. So from the time I was in third grade until well into my teaching career, I got to witness my parents influence a generation of young people and make a difference in their lives. But to be honest, I didn't think that was going to be me. (laughs) But when you're meant to do something, you're meant to do it. And when I found education and I started teaching, I couldn't stop. It is the best job in the entire world. I love education so much that when I became a teacher, I fell in love with a teacher. I fell in love with a teacher whose mother was my activities director in high school, whose brother was one of my best friends in high school, and whose father was also a principal. So I am surrounded by educators. And now my husband is actually the principal of his own school, Jane S. Roberts K-8 Center in Miami-Dade County. Wow. Well, that is definitely something we have in common with that family history in education. Yes, I heard that your dad was the principal at the high school you attended. That's wild. Yes, it's the same high school he attended, the same high school I attended, and now it's the same high school I work at. (laughs) But enough about me. Please tell us more about Miami Southridge Senior High School. So Miami Southridge was a school that was founded at a pivotal time in Miami's history. It was meant to integrate two separate communities, South Miami Heights and Cutler Ridge. That's how it became Miami Southridge. In the years since its inception, it's grown to be a pillar of excellence in our community. It is truly the site of some incredible diversity, and we have the amazing opportunity of providing equity and access to about 98% minority students. So we're really getting to see the fruits of our labor as educators and for me as an AP coordinator in action. I feel so lucky to get to work at Miami Southridge. We have five different magnet programs, and one of them is actually our AP capstone program. So AP classes are kind of integral at our school, and it's amazing to get to be their AP coordinator. So speaking of that, how about a little bit about your AP program? What are your largest AP subjects? How many AP students, et cetera? So this year, we'll be administering a little over 1,000 exams to 680 students. And we offer 19 different AP subjects on campus, but our largest by far is AP Spanish language. This year, we'll be administering 331 AP Spanish language exams. Wow. So it is going to be a really interesting administration. But again, for so many of my students, that's their first taste of the advanced placement program. So I've got two outstanding instructors that do an incredible job of training my students and really introducing them to what it's like taking a college level course. That sounds amazing. And I will be thinking about you in May when you are administering that (laughs) AP Spanish language exam. So I'm curious because we were just talking about this at my school. 
what perks do students get by taking AP classes at your school? By that, I mean things like a boost in their GPA or an exemption from final exams in second semester, things like that. Ah, So we were actually just talking to our ninth graders about this today because we're trying to help them start brainstorming what classes they should take next year as 10th graders. So students in Miami-Dade County Public Schools who earn an A or a B in an advanced placement course earn two additional points on their weighted grade point average. If they earn a C, they get one additional point on their weighted grade point average. This is a great selling point for our students because it's an incentive. Even if they earn less than a three on their AP exams, they still have the opportunity and the potential to add some extra weight on that grade point average as they start applying to post-secondary institutions. How does this work at your school, Carly? Similarly, at our school, our students get a GPA one-point bump for passing any of their AP classes. Also, their AP exam acts as their final exam or project in most of our AP classes. So, Nikki, what do you enjoy the most about being an AP coordinator? Well, funny story, Carly, and I know that I'm full of stories today. (laughs) I actually never took an AP course in high school. I was a great student. I took plenty of honors classes, but I was at such a large high school that there never really was an opportunity for students or educators or even counselors to suggest an AP course. I love that I get to do that now. One of my favorite things to do is to look at students' grades and course history and sit one-on-one and encourage them, advise them, and help guide them through potential courses that they can take through advanced placement. And getting to see students really branch out and be bold in the choices that they make for their educational path is my favorite part of being an AP coordinator. And I love hearing that. Hey, so you've been an AP coordinator for how many years? So I'm actually in my ninth year as an AP coordinator. So I feel like I'm getting close to being able to be called a veteran AP coordinator. I'm right around the same place. This is year 10 for me, believe it or not. (laughs) So do you remember back when you were a new AP coordinator? I do. Uh, To say it was overwhelming would be an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) I so agree. So looking back, what's one piece of advice that present-day Nikki would say to the Nikki who is just starting her journey as AP coordinator? You know, like if you had a time machine or could peer into a crystal ball or something like that. Man, I wish I could talk to Nikki nine years ago and tell her that being an AP coordinator is going to become one of her favorite parts of her job. I remember being so afraid, so unsure, not really knowing what I was doing. Again, not having been an AP student, I'd like to tell her to sit down and breathe (laughs) and relax and think of the long term because she's going to get to work alongside some really incredible students and she's going to get to encourage them and advise them and even educate them on all of the opportunities that are available. I would tell Nikki that there's going to be so many first-generation college students and so many Latino students that are going to be introduced to post-secondary courses because she was brave enough to sit down and talk to them. I think that would have sold and maybe calmed down young Nikki. 
And that sounds like great advice. So thanks for that. And thank you, Nikki, so much for taking the time to be with us on the podcast today. No, Carly. Thank you so much for letting me be on my favorite podcast. Let's hope The Daily calls me next. (laughs) (laughs) So our final question, Nikki. This wraps up our mini-series of coordinated podcast episodes focusing on a spirit of service. When you hear that, when you hear spirit of service, in Spanish, I believe it's espíritu de servicio. What does that mean to you? Nice job, Carly. (laughs) Wow, qué bueno. Espíritu de servicio, spirit of service. For me, that means that we've got a passion for our students that always puts us in service of them, that every choice that we make as educators is to further drive their education and ensure their progress and success. And to quote one of my favorite musicals, Hamilton, it said that A legacy is planting a garden you'll never get to see. Working alongside other AP coordinators, working alongside my Spartan team at Miami Southridge, I can tell you, mi jardín es fuerte y va a ser bello. It's strong and it's going to be beautiful. And Carly, before we go, since you said this is the last episode of the miniseries, can I ask you to answer your own question? I'd love to hear your thoughts too. No, thank you for asking. Or I guess I should say, thank you for asking me to ask my own question. (laughs) So what does spirit of service mean to me? Uh, In the simplest terms, spirit of service to me means support. It's being there as a listening ear, a warm smile, or a person to vent to. It's giving students, parents, colleagues, and you, our AP coordinator friends, the opportunity to ask questions and get answers in a safe, comfortable, and friendly space. You might know my story of being from a family of educators. And in this family trade, there is a long-standing history of being a community member and an educator. Spirit of service to me means giving back to the community that invested in me. And I'm so happy to be here at my alumni high school and here on this podcast with you. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back again next episode to talk about some of the latest news in AP. And yep, there's a lot to talk about. And on behalf of AP Program Delivery and the AP Coordinator Experience team, we do absolutely appreciate you and for all our support of AP students yep our support AP coordinators we are truly good as gold
AP coordinators, we're back. The annual back-to-school workshop just for AP coordinators is back and better than ever. Year after year, this is by far the most popular and well-attended event for AP coordinators. Workshops are available during the day, evening, and even on the weekends. They launch in July and continue through September. Plan on joining us just before your school year begins. Check out the show notes for a link to register right now, or you can go to collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator experience. That's collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator experience. Register now for your preferred date and time, and we'll see you at the workshop.